everybody, and welcome to episode 36 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. All right, guys, we're going to have to cancel this. Today's episode, that's it. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, this is sadly going to be our last episode ever. We, uh, we decided to amicably part ways. As you saw on Facebook the other day, we got into a little bit of a blow-up. I'm starting a new page. It's called Sam's Last Stand. <laughs> no, it's Saturday, April 1st. It's April Fool's Day. We're not going to carry on the joke any longer. We have a lot of stuff to get through, and we want to get into it. Uh, this is We Podcast and We Know Things. Again, we are the one-stop shop for everything in music, movies, television, and video games. And, oh, by the way, wrestling, baby. Professional wrestling. It is WrestleMania weekend Jesus as we tape this. Christ. I'm super excited. And Last night, Friday, was the Hall of Fame. Tonight is NXT TakeOver Florida, which is probably going to be just as good as wrestlemania and tomorrow the ultimate thrill ride wrestlemania 33 <laughs> and i know you're going to be there yeah keep, keep waiting for me buddy i'm having sure. about seven eight people over so it's going to be a lot of fun still have yet to answer your text yeah. uh, it's going to be a lot of fun having seven or eight people over um uh, sam not being one of them because uh, as john cena would say never mind uh anyway Can't see me? <laughs> so last night i was watching the uh Listen, I'm watching the Hall of Fame in DDP. Diamond Dust Page gets inducted into the Hall of Fame among Kurt Angle, Beth Phoenix, Teddy Long, the Rock and Roll Express. Wait, he's just getting inducted now? DDP? DDP, Yep. And and he had the best speech, one of, I've ever heard. And it was so real. And that's when you really want to get into wrestling is during the Hall of Fame speech because they're so real in the stories they tell. And and DDP said this quote, and it stuck with me. And I wrote it down, and I... It's really hooked in me. He said, if you've got a goal, if you've got a dream, don't just think it, ink it. Yeah, okay. And I was like. Kind of cliche, but okay. I I was like, all right, I could take that one of two ways. Put it in pen, write it down, because that's what he did. He wrote down on a piece of paper. Or get a tattoo. Or get a tattoo. (laughs) Yeah, he wrote on a piece of paper he wanted to be the champion within five years. And then four months, four, no, four years, four months, and 14 days later, he was the champion. I believe if, wasn't it him who got Razor Ramon kind of like off, like the the drug to that beaten path? Wasn't it because he was real bad? Well, what's Razor Ramon's real name? Razor Ramon, uh, uh, it's a a mixture of, it's a mixture of uh, Gene Kornzig. And me. Oh, it's Scott Hall. There you go. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I think as I follow him on Twitter, what's his real name? Okay. So today we have uh, WrestleMania preview with the card. We also have Damian check uh, his predictions as well uh, for the for the entire card. Thirteen matches. We'll get through them quickly. Sam and I's top three today will be our top three favorite wrestling match stipulations or types. Really excited about that one. We then have our trivia section. Uh, we'll get into. Literally a one speck of tech, TV, uh, then gaming. Then we're going to end the day with movies. We're really excited about how this show is going to go today. We have a ton of news, so let's just get right into it. Uh, Before we talk about wrestling, though, the other night, uh, I saw Bob Saget live and it was it was it was life changing because i saw actually she posted the um that you guys were going to see it and he was on preston steve this morning so he was on for like 40 45 minutes straight i was dying but more importantly how was the opener mike young so he's hilarious i remember when i first said that i got the tickets you said i saw mike young live he is hilarious so we went into it thinking and knowing that we were in for a good opening act and he did not disappoint really good okay i I, I didn't nervous i thought he was gonna stink for a second we were crying Story. He tells some stories because his stories are crazy. Mike at singlemike.com. He encourages you to email him to, to say, okay. but but my goodness, he was so yeah. funny. And, and it's a perfect opener for Saget. It was, and it's yeah. very, very dirty. 
um, just like Bob yeah, was. Exactly. And, and, but, but Bob's lost a step, and that's because of Fuller House, at least in my assumption and Ashley's assumption. He wasn't as dirty. He wasn't as raunchy. He didn't tell as many Full House jokes because I'm guessing because now that Fuller House is out. He, yeah, he don't want to crap on where I don't even know. Yeah, right. Even though, <laughs> I don't even know if he's allowed to. So there's a whole well, I'm sure I guess, mess can. of reasons. But it's, it was really, really funny. And I'll tell you, he did it two hours. That's awesome. He That's did solid. two. Mike Young did twenty five minutes, no intermission. Yeah. Bob Sag comes out at eight thirty. We're not we're not out of there till ten forty five. That's awesome. You, you got amazing. your you got your you got your money. We got an hour and a half to hour forty five minutes of just him telling stories and talking and telling jokes, and then uh, an hour of music. Yeah, I was gonna say you know always get your music with Bob. Yeah, and it, it was funny because on Preston and Steve, he did kind of mention like how like Full House kind of ended. He was like near the end. He goes, I just told him I was like. I'm I'm done, guys. I was, I'm on other things, and I guess you know. Jesse, America's funniest. He, he agreed too, so it was it was cool. I'll, there was uh, the one part of the show that'll stand out to me, and definitely the person in the audience forever. Now he's very interactive with the audience, and that was a lot of fun bringing people um, towards the stage, always in, uh, participating. People to call out and answer his questions, and he would single them out and say, "Hey, what's your name? Where are you from?" Blah blah blah. But he says he's going to shtick about uh, his kids, and then he says basically everybody, every parent's got a favorite. You know who who's got a favorite? People would raise their hand, blah blah blah. He's like, who's got a teenager that really acts out a lot? They just want to sometimes like punch in the mouth or whatever yeah. that whatever it was. I may be miss misfire in there, but guy raises his hand. He goes, sir, uh, what's your name? He says, uh, Bruce. Okay, Bruce, uh, what's your kid's name? Uh, Aaron. Okay, what what makes you want to you know, smack it? Whatever it was, and yeah. he's like, oh da 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 da. He's like, well, uh, you know. He said, so uh, are you going to tell Aaron, you know, are you going to tell Aaron this when you get home or something like that? He goes, he's right next to me. (laughs) And he's like, you brought your 15-year-old kid to a Bob Saget show. He's like, Aaron, get the fuck up here. And he brought the kid on stage, sat him on a stool for an hour and like parented him. He like took the mic. He's like, son, I just want to let you know what this means. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm not going to say what I just, I'm not going to say the symbol I just did, but he's just like, and that, that's when you want to do blah, 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 blah. And he oh was just giving God. him this that's real awesome. life lesson. He's like, awesome. And he's like, this is what you get. And like, that kid's life is. Oh, easily. He, you he, know, he has to have a million pictures of at least like him just sitting there smiling like an idiot. With I hope so. You can't, there was absolutely no photography or, or anything like that. But someone, so in the, someone in the crowd had to do it. Who no. knows? Who knows? Hopefully, but I'd be pissed if no one took a damn picture. But it was really good, and it was. I got seven throw tickets for fifty bucks a pop. You can't. That's, a, that's it. a steal. It's a steal. So over in Glenside at the Keswick Theater, the historic Keswick Theater, the same place I saw Bo Burnham. Um, but really, really good. Glad to hear Mike Young and Bob both did a good job. Very, awesome. very good job. So we'll sw- we'll swing from raunchy stand up comedy. To pre and to predetermined entertainment in the form of WrestleMania thirty three. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> we have a, a very large card um, for WrestleMania thirty three. I'm gonna go through. I have to uh, do a bunch of switching around. But hey, I'll be honest, I really didn't look at the card. All I know is I want Goldberg to whoop Lesnar's ass. And I don't think I don't think that's gonna You don't think? I don't know, man. Spoiler alert, I don't think it's gonna happen. His his contract is technically up. Who? Goldberg at WrestleMania. It's technically his last match. However, there are rumors because there always will be that he's going to extend that out well, a little bit. Re- I think WWE on Facebook I did see was like a five minute like working out with Goldberg getting ready for WrestleMania. So to me, it's like he's going in all out with Lesnar. 
I don't know. That's how I took it. Like, it's going down. That's so, what I got. So for the pre-show, they had three matches, um, but because of the outrage on Twitter from the fantastic WWE Universe, they moved one of those matches back to the main card, which is awesome. So right as of now, there's two pre-show matches starting at 5 o'clock. Uh, the Cruiserweight Championship uh, between Neville and Austin Aries, which, quite frankly, has the potential to be the best match of the night. Go Red Arrow. And he, Sam will go Red Arrow. I will also go Red Arrow for Neville. Um, he's definitely a heel now, so uh, he doesn't do the Red Arrow so much. He did it actually one time. I think it might have been at the Rumble. But uh, heel Neville's really good, and he's he's so good in the ring that I don't see him losing that title, even though Austin Aries is the best he's ever gone up against. So I would say Neville takes that one too. Then next, this one's pretty difficult to predict, but just so you know, it's that Andre, the giant Memorial battle Royal. Um, it's a 30 man over the top rope, just like the Royal rumble type of deal. Um, they do it every year. Uh, Baron Corbin won it last year. Cesaro won the first one. Big show has won it. Now big show because his match with Shaq has been canceled. Oh, it is. It's, nah, it's yeah. Shaq, Shaq didn't. He, he he couldn't make it work. The Big Show has come out and said, "This is my last WrestleMania. I'm walking away. I'm done. I don't want to come back as a legend. I don't want to come back and do. Sp- I'm done. When I walk away, it's going to be forever." He's in this match, and it's on the pre-show. Oh, that stinks. I I want to see him win it for, but but WWE doesn't do that. They don't yeah. let you go out on the on the high unless you're, you know. I mean, they did it with Stone Edge. Cold. I don't even know if Stone Cold won his last match. They didn't do it with um, the Dudleys. They didn't do it with – I don't even think they did it with the Hardys. They may come back, but whatever. I don't even think they're going to do it with The Undertaker, spoiler alert. So, yeah, why not? So uh, you got Braun Strowman, Sami Zayn, The Big Show, the whole SmackDown tag division, uh, just a bunch of mid-card jobbers and then those three – Popular pick being Braun Strowman. I'm going to continue that. I'm going to say Braun Strowman as yeah, well. He's a monster. He is absolutely a monster. Moving on to the main card, Alexa Bliss versus all available women. This has turned into a six-pack challenge. Let me try it. Let me try it. Let me try it. It's, it's Alexa Bliss, Naomi, who made her surprise return uh, at SmackDown Live this past Tuesday night. She had to relinquish the championship. She's from Orlando, so that'll be good to have the hometown girl back in action. Becky Lynch, Mickey James, Natalia, and oh... No and Bailey? Who? No Bailey? Bailey's on Raw. Okay. Uh, Natalia. Natalia, Becky, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, Mickey James, and Carmella. How am I forgetting Carmella? F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. Fabulous, unless I spelled that wrong. <laughs> uh, but that's for the Women's uh, SmackDown Championship, so or the SmackDown Women's Championship. I'm thinking Alexa Bliss retains because I'll pick her every time. She's yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. I don't know any of them. <laughs> so, yeah. We have the Tag Team Championship, the Raw Tag Team Championship Triple Threat Ladder Match between Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, the Bullet Club, Enzo and Big Cass, and Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, Sheamus got hurt the other night. He's got a bunch of stitches over his eye. I saw it was gross, but I still want him to win it. Um, I'm going to go with Enzo and Cass finally getting over. They have not won the the actual main roster tag titles yet. They do get a nice pop every time. My guess is this is how the show starts. this is probably going to be the, the first match. WrestleMania has uh, a tradition, not a tradition, but almost like an unwritten tradition that if there's a ladder match, it goes first. This has the potential to be a pretty good kickoff match. And if you get a title change and get two dudes that are pretty over with the fans right in there right away and kind of get that show popping early, I think that's a good idea for them. So I'm going to go Enzo and Cass while Sam takes Cesaro and Sheamus. Um, 
the Intercontinental Championship match, SmackDown, Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin. Dean Ambrose, your champion going in. Baron Corbin has had a big push over the last year, especially since he won the, the Battle Royal last year. I think it culminates this year. Comes full circle. Baron Corbin wins the IC title at WrestleMania a year after he wins the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial uh, Battle Royal. I'll go with Corbin Blue. Corbin Blue. <laughs> nice. Corbin Blue. The match that I am most excited for. And I said it to Damien when he was on the show a few weeks ago. I will continue to say this is I haven't been this hyped for a match in quite a while. The United States Championship match between one Chris Jericho, the champion, versus Kevin Owens in what has been some of the best, (laughs) some of the best storytelling there ever was. Before I give my prediction, I want you to give yours. I don't like I don't like the other guy. Who's the other guy? Owens, I don't like him, so I'll, I'll go with Jericho. So Sam's going to go Chris Jericho. The only reason I'm going to go Kevin Owens because Jericho's way over. He might be the most over guy in the company. Um, definitely my in my heart of hearts, I want Jericho, Jericho to retain. He's been so good. This is his best gimmick, uh, the list of Jericho and all that. So good. But he's going on tour with Fozzie in May, and they're going away for a while. So he's going to be leaving television. So I think he drops the title yeah. to Owens because he's going to be going on tour and not Shouldn't around. Shouldn't he retire anyway? Jericho's been around for freaking forever. He's only 46, so and he looks like he's 20. So That's still retired. He made his money. He's going on tour with Fozzie. They're coming to yeah. Philly or New Jersey. So I was going to get 20 bucks to go see Chris Jericho sing. That'd be awesome. But uh, no, I can't make it that night. Um, but I'm going to go Owens simply because of the Fozzie tour. I'm going to buy into it. What I would like to see is Jericho win. Then next month, right before he leaves, drop the title at payback. So that would have been – that's my ultimate. So if that does happen, you heard it here probably 17th. Uh, the Raw women's fatal four-way elimination match. Not just a fatal four-way, but elimination match for the women's title. You got Charlotte Flair versus Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax versus the champion Bailey. Uh, ooh. Bailey's gotten a couple clean wins over Charlotte on television. Makes me think she's not going to win it. Uh, Charlotte has this – it was broken last what is it last month or whatever at Fastlane, but she's sixteen and one at pay per view. Sasha Banks has a potential heel turn, so she is probably the favorite to win it. And then you got Nia Jax, who's a monster. I'm probably going to go with Sasha Banks and then have her turn heel. I think that's something that I'm definitely interested in seeing. What team was Bailey not on? What do you mean? What team was Bailey? Or what, what? What was the team, the match you just said? The first the first two people? Sasha Banks, yeah, Nia Jax. I agree. I'll go with them too. It's not a tag team. Oh, it's not? I thought you said it was, you say it was a tag Fatal team. Fatal four-way four? elimination. Oh, there you go. All right. I, I don't know these these lingos as you wrestler nerds talk. Uh, John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice in a mixed tag team match. Uh, John Cena and Nikki Bella cut a vicious promo against The Miz and Maurice last week on SmackDown Live after Miz and Maurice did a Total Bellas skit, which was Absolutely hilarious, and a little Daniel Bryan in there as well. But John Cena came out and called him a P-U-S-S-Y on television. television, Uh, Uh, I I vote for them, though. And then said that you're not the it couple. You're the shh-it couple. There you go. And they didn't even bleep it. So. Uh, John Cena cutting nasty promos. He's going away too. Apparently, Nikki Bella and John Cena are both leaving the company for a little bit. John Cena to go film some movies. Uh, Nikki Bella because of an injury. So I'm going to go Miz and Maurice. Again, because I think they need that more. I think it's almost a useless win if Cena and Bella win. Uh, 
Because so, whatever, they're I going think it, away. I, see, I think it's kind of a useless win if, if the Miz wins. It's like, ah, well, they win since they're going away. Yeah, but they can carry that momentum. Nobody knows that they're going away. That's all backstage kind of news rumors. Nothing's been okay. announced. I got you. So it's like not like people know that they're going away, um, like the crowd or anything like that. So anyway, Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles, a match that I was very down on. Damian said it might be one of his most anticipated matches, and he's he's been right. The buildup to this has been great. Shane McMahon got his head thrown through a car window. Uh, AJ Styles got an elbow drop from the top rope through the announcer's table, both on SmackDown in consecutive weeks. It's been a good feud. AJ Styles is on his way to Raw. We all know that. He's leaving SmackDown. Um, he's going to go out in style. Uh, pardon the pun. He's going to get like a 450. My guess is Shane McMahon on the announce table laid out. AJ Styles in the ring. Boom, jumps up on the ring, 450 splash over everything and out onto the announcer's table and breaks through it. That would be the craziest And then spot. Shane loses? And I think Shane loses. <laughs> that so makes go, sense. Shane, go Shane shouldn't win it. No, against the best wrestler in the company, AJ Styles. That would be stupid. Win. It would. It very, very much would. Then you have the newest match on the card, the non-sanctioned match between Triple H and the newly healed slash very sick 103 fever as of yesterday god bless this man he can't catch a break seth rollins um rollins might go to smackdown to replace aj there might be a trade there who knows rollins's first action in a while i think if there's not interference from samoa joe or anything like that maybe even a finn balor return who knows i think triple h actually goes over because why not yeah that's i I, you can't Dude, he's a, yeah, that's the OG right there. And I think that I think Rollins is going to win, but my and for something did he hurt? Didn't he hurt his knee? Was that was that him? Okay, something in my head and heart's telling me Triple H it might write himself to to pull but, this one but out. But you're right though, Rollins though he literally can't catch a break. He literally cannot catch a break. Three matches left. The Undertaker, twenty one and one, twenty two and one, whatever it is, versus Roman Reigns, the Big Dog. I don't know. I I, I think it's the Undertaker. He looks so old. He's ninety-seven. So frail. I don't know how he's going to. Is this his last one? Is it? He hasn't said it. Jesus. I mean, Christ. Your brother's going out. You might as well just go out too. You're ninety. Go take your Harley and ride into the sunset. I think. I think Taker wants the best for the business. Roman Reigns, as much as everybody hates him, he has the most merchandise sales of any full-time but full-time person on the roster. So it's. I think they're going to continue the push of him to try and get him over. I think Taker's good with going out with with Reigns winning. I think Roman Reigns yeah. is going to win. I would love a Reigns heel turn, but I think Roman Reigns is going to win. Uh, two more matches. The uh, now we have both championships: the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship matches. Champion Bray Wyatt goes against Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. I think this is getting a That's decent the Viper, build. Right? Yep, the yeah. Viper. I think it's getting a decent build. Uh, actually, he's wrestling. Yeah, exactly. He's wrestling as we watch <laughs> WrestleMania 26 right here. He's on our screen now. He's going against Bray Wyatt, the champion who who uh, won the championship at Elimination Chamber. <sighs> Randy Orton, of course, winning the Rumble. Randy Orton, I think, could do it. Yeah, I think if they put the strap on him for the 13th time in 2017, I'm just kind of not there. I want Bray to get that bigger push. I want him to overcome. Randy Orton, he he lit his house on fire. He stuck a a thing through the ashes of Sister Abigail, a a crucifix. I don't know. I think Bray gets his redemption. I'm going to go Bray Wyatt in this one. And then finally, the last match of the night, potentially the main event, potentially the actual last match of the evening. Um... Rumored that Jim Ross is going to come back and call this match. Oh, that, oh wow. 
That's uh, cool. In honor of his, well, I, I'm not going to say in honor of his late wife. Um, however, he's, he's 70 something, right? Yeah, easy. Uh, maybe I, I guess. I mean, if DDP and, and Ric Flair are in their 60s, so I, I, I guess I guess Jr. is up there as well. But um, I would say <sighs> Goldberg versus Brock. Lesnar, as we've seen Goldberg go over twice against them, um, squashing them at SummerSlam or Survivor Series, I think, uh, Survivor Series actually, and then eliminating him from the Royal Rumble. I think it's an opposite. I think Lesnar uh, goes over in pretty quick fashion, probably less than five minutes. Boom, boom, boom. There's two scenarios people are saying. Goldberg goes out, spears him, jackhammers him, and Lesnar kicks out. Or Lesnar just comes in and squashes him, and it's over. But I think I, I can't most people I can't, have Lesnar. I can't see Lesnar crushing him in, in like your five-minute fat. I can't see it. But if it does, it's fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you mean to tell me that wrestling is predetermined? I, I might be making a bold statement. It's still real to me, damn it. Uh, all right, so there's our predictions for WrestleMania 33. I'll go through Damien's real, real quick. Um his had to be somewhat similar. No? They were very, very yeah. similar. Because you, you, I mean, both you guys are huge in wrestling. He has Brock Lesnar over Goldberg. Randy Orton, who just delivered an RKO out of nowhere to Ted DiBiase Jr. to pick up He's the done. victory. Um, Randy Orton over Bray Wyatt. Charlotte beating um, Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Nia Jax in the Fatal 4-Way. Austin Aries beating Neville for the Cruiserweight Championship. Enzo and Cass going over for the Raw title. Styles over Shane. Baron Corbin over Dean Ambrose. Cena and Nikki Bella over Miz and Maurice. Naomi to win the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. And James Ellsworth in the Battle Royal. For the big three, outside of the Lesnar-Goldberg um, match, he's got Roman Reigns beating The Undertaker. Kevin Owens over Jericho. And Seth Rollins over Triple H. He also says, hoping for a Roman Reigns heel turn. And he, so he, he, he didn't mention thing. Goldberg. He didn't mention Goldberg and um, Lesnar. It was his first prediction. Was it? He said Lesnar. Really? You bastard. It's, <laughs> That's to you, Damien. Yeah. It's eight twenty in the morning. Let's give Sam some some some. Yeah, I'm still waking up, guys. A little bit of a break. This is the fastest we've ever done a WrestleMania, or I'm sorry, a wrestling prediction show. We're trying to go quick. We got a lot to cover today. Um, and go figure, this is the biggest wrestling event of the year. Um, looking forward to NXT uh, TakeOver tonight, Saturday night. Nakamura versus Bobby Roode for the title. They're saying Nakamura may go to SmackDown, so if Nakamura loses, expect him on the main roster. And I would not be surprised if the Hardys do show up at WrestleMania or at the Raw or SmackDown following and expect Kurt Angle to come back as the Raw general manager now that Mick Foley's been fired uh, Monday night on Raw. As we get into our top three for the week, and that's all speculation, we get into our top three for the week. It is top three match types. Now, Sam, he admits it. He knows it. We all know it. He's not a huge wrestling guy. He's not, a, not really a wrestling fan at all. But everybody knows a match type. Yeah. You can like to watch a certain type of match. You enjoyed that that Stone Cold uh, Owen Hart match. Yeah, you know, like you, besides you, his neck besides breaking, his neck breaking <laughs> you you've seen a lot of good matches. The the, the TLCs of the world, but we have the best uh, top three match types because I'm sure that if Sam had Stone Cold versus The Rock in any one of these three right. type of matches, he'd yeah. be into it. So we're gonna go with our top three, Sam right. Toro. And I'm I'm sure you probably have all of these, if not two out of the three, I'd say. But my number three. I want the good old fashioned ladder match. Mm-hmm. Just nothing like the the belt. They you know used to hang up, I guess above top or whatever, and you people getting suplexed, thrown off through a table, drop my book, everything. It, it, it was always just cool. I mean, I have a little fear of heights, so just me thinking to get on top of a ladder and getting suplexed through a table, that seems a little extreme. So I went with number three. It's a 
wonderful match, a timeless match. I have an iteration of it, as we'll see later in my countdown. My number three is way out there. There have not been many of these types of matches, and I will say this. The Buried Alive match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Undertaker has been in plenty of these. Mankind has been in them, I believe, with them. Maybe even Stone Cold or Vince or maybe Shane. I think Shane see, might have been what, in one. Every time you think of it, I think of Shane and Undertaker. And I, and I think, and if you don't know, it's... Uh, in the back by the by the entrance ramp, they had built a mound of dirt with, with uh, grass on top of it with a grave d- done with a big old gravestone. And the uh, the goal is to put your opponent into the uh, into the ground and bury him with dirt. <laughs> I believe Kane one time it was Kane the Undertaker. I think choke slammed him into the into the uh, burial site or whatever the grave, and then took a bulldozer of of dirt and threw it on top of him. I don't know how he got out of that. What was the one where Kane, like, gets thrown in fire or pushed in? Uh, We will talk about that in a minute. Okay, (laughs) cool. (laughs) Number two, I went with... How couldn't you? Classic Hell in a Cell. Yep. Between Undertaker and Mankind, where... I don't know how he's still alive. Mick Foley, God bless you. Or the other time where it was Triple H and Cactus Jack, where he goes indents the goddamn ring. So his back, I don't know how it's not broken. Even so, uh, even as recent as last year at WrestleMania when Shane did the elbow off the top of the Hell in a Cell, missing the missing uh, Taker and going through the announce table, one of the craziest spots. Um, I always poop myself. It was it's insane, but uh, I kind of figured that that's where you were going, so I went a little different as well for the second one because of it because of it being grueling because you can have it go anywhere in the arena because at any time it could end the good old I quit match and the one that I think of the most. I'm not even. I don't even remember that. You have to force your opponent to say I quit. Dude, I don't even remember it. It's been so the, long. The most famous or infamous, depending on how you think about it, one was between The Rock and Mankind. Where the Rock kicked the shit out of him so badly that Mick, God bless him, he he just he wasn't giving up and he just kept going and going and going and he'd get his ass kicked and at a certain point the Rock holds the microphone up to him to try and get him to say I quit and that heel mother effer gets the ty- uh, gets pre-recorded audio of him saying I quit. They play it in the back, so over the loudspeaker, it's Mankind going, I quit! I quit! Uh, but he never actually said it. The Rock had somebody play it from the back over speakers. Just a wonderful heel that's win. Funny. That's it's a great It's a great heel win, and it goes down to something that I re- I'll never forget. So that was a lot of um, a lot of fun for me, and, and it kind of opened my eyes to the I quit match, and it just like, those things can go on forever, and it really takes a lot to make a man say I quit. Yeah, that's, hey, that's deep. Go ahead, Rocky. Treacherous Doug, number one. I don't know how this is. Everyone's number one, the battle royale. When you have a gazillion people in the ring, wrestler comes out every 90 seconds. I always revert to it's always, I always see it on Facebook. It's when Stoke Cold comes out, there's like 15, 20 people in the ring. I think he's stunned about 10 people. And then he's, he just on the back, like sweating like it's all he's leaning on the rope. I was like, you're the man, Stone Cold. Yeah, he, easy number one. He was, uh, he uh, very good. He won the rumble multiple times. He actually won it, I think, from the number one spot uh, as well. And, and Stone Cold won back to back Royal Rumbles, as a matter of fact. And uh, that I can, I have the image in my head too of him laying across the corner ropes. Dude, and, and that's saying, a, bring some, bring. just stunned freaking half the people in the ring. My number one is a uh, a take on the ladder match. I love the classic ladder match, but I think is actually what we're about to be seeing here uh, here at WrestleMania 26 yep. is the money in the bank ladder match. And I love this because it's not just one-on-one or a tag team versus a tag team. It's six to eight individuals going for 
the briefcase. And if you don't know what the briefcase is, the Money in the Bank briefcase, it is your shot to... Uh, There's 100 bucks in there. <laughs> it is your title shot whenever you want it. So if you win the Money in the Bank and you hold the briefcase, at any time you can cash it in for a title opportunity. Uh, Edge is famous for it. After a match was over and the man's the champion's beaten to hell, Edge comes out, cashes in his Money in the Bank, Spear wins the title. So just right there. CM Punk, I believe, did the same thing. So just Why not? And this man walking down the aisle right now, Shelton Benjamin, and he's cleared to come back. I hope he makes a WWE return. I have never seen anybody perform in a ladder match quite like that with the exception of maybe the Hardys. As you always <laughs> see Matt Hardy coming down, and we hope to see him back at WrestleMania tomorrow night as well. But very, very cool, the Money in the Bank ladder match. And I love a good fashion ladder match. Thank you to uh, the guys in Calgary in the 70s and 80s for kind of uh, pioneering it, but Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon putting it on the map at WrestleMania 10. It's evolved oh into it's evolved into uh, the best matches uh, there ever was. Sam, trivia. We have 8-8 uh, to eight still, I believe. Here, I'll, I'll go first. I, I got a, actually a wrestling question for you. And I have a wrestling question for you. Oh, Christ. Okay, well, it, it, bear with me on this one. So... Who won the first last man standing match? They had to win. Even if let's say the first five matches, they're all draws, they don't count. Who won the very, who won the first one? A last man standing match? Because in WWE history. I guess is that? There are a billion wrestling promotions and last well, man standing I, matches. When, throughout when, the we did, 60s, when, 70s. when we did the top three, when I when I looked it up, like wrestling boom, and I had the list, this was one of the lists that came up. Last man standing. It was Money in the Bank, Last Man Standing, Hell in a Cell, Ladder Match. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you, because I'll tell you the first one. Who won the first Last Man Standing match? Who won the very first one? Well, the very well, the, well, the, well, the very, well, the, the, probably yeah, exactly, the exactly, exactly. first one. Because I'll, I'll say the first, I'll say, just say this to help you out. The first one was a no contest. So that... Who won the, like I would say, the next one. But I was looking for the very first winner, the clear winner. No tie, no nothing. Who was the first one? And I'll, and I'll say this. He's, I would say he's a big name. I would, I would assume so. Just to help, help you out, just so it's not going to be some to, jo- it's not gonna just, be a Joe Schmo. I just have to say Hulk. Hulk? Hulk Hogan, yeah. Final answer? Yeah. Triple H. Yeah. 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 The, 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 it says the first match, the first one was Mankind versus The Rock. That was a no contest. I just looked at the, the, and then the other one was Triple H versus Chris Jericho, I believe was the match. Sure. And Triple H won the first one. Okay, so for you, not who won, but name the two participants in the first ever Inferno match where the ring is surrounded by fire. So they're versing each other. Hmm. Now, you have a list of. I have a list of four different. I have, I have two people in mind, but they're so like opposites. There's no way. Let me let me hear the names to see if anyone pops out. Undertaker versus Triple H. Undertaker versus Kane. Yeah. <laughs> Kane versus Mankind, and Mankind versus the Undertaker. Well, Undertaker was mine. Then you say Kane. You said C was Kane. Name the two people. No, you. But Kane's name was in C. You mentioned Kane and C. Yes. I'll Kane, go Kane and Mankind. Yeah, incorrect. Kane and the Undertaker. Makes sense. Uh, first ever one. Kane was actually involved in every one of them. 
Was he? I, 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 I was thinking Undertaker. I don't know why I didn't go with Undertaker Kane, but you say Mankind. He's such the... He's a crazy mother effer, so it's like he could be in anything. Speaking of crazy mother effers, this is your <laughs> chance to go over to WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com. We were one-stop shop for everything. We podcast and we know things. There you can find our Twitch page, which is twitch.tv slash VanillaBear35, where we've had a ton. The, the other night, I can't say enough about the community and the chat that we're building. Uh, it was the best chat we've ever had as I was going for Mega Man 2 and SMB. Uh, any percent speed runs. Thank you for all the support. Really appreciate that. We've gotten more followers, a lot of followers through that. And our subscribers on our podcast have gone up because we have the hyperlinks now on the Twitch page. So everybody who watches our Twitch has instant access to our podcast. Uh, Google Play has certainly helped us out. You can find that link on We Podcast and We Know Things. You can find our uh, YouTube link, which is our We Podcast and We Know Things YouTube page, uh, the Podbean app, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast. Uh, every everywhere that that podcasts are available, except for SoundCloud and iHeartRadio, they're the only two places <laughs> that you really can't find us right now. And I guess Spotify, but damn it all, if anybody gets their 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 podcast on Spotify nowadays, you're a lucky mf'er. But uh, please go to those sites. We encourage you to follow us on Twitch again, Twitch.tv/VanillaBear35, uh, the YouTube channel. Give us a subscribe over there, and then obviously our podcast. We you know it helps us leave the lights on. We're doing this for you guys. We'll start today in the world of tech. Very quick mention, um, not something we need to spend a lot of time in, but Twitter will no longer count at usernames towards the 140 characters when tweeting. It's about time. Yeah, I was going to say, say oh, my name, I got a lot of letters in there. It's, it's about time. You tweet to somebody with at we pod and we know, yeah, know. that's already 15, 16 characters. So, you, can, you can still say hi and thanks. That's about it. Yeah, but no longer will that count against you. They've recently got rid of the pictures counting against your character limit. So Twitter's finally evolving to the to the part where I'm I'm back in and I'm hooked on Twitter again, which is really good. I've been seeing you tweet a little bit. I was like, oh, look at Greg doing it. I'm, I'm tweeting at we we pod and we know uh, very often, as a matter of fact, especially when we go on live, because our Twitch feed is directly linked to our Twitter. So whenever I post on Twitch, awesome. I post on Twitter. Uh, let's move into television. We're going to start today with television. We've never started with TV. We're going to give TV a chance to shine here. Uh, and that's because, and simply because, we're going to lead off with the Game of yeah. Thrones Season 7 trailer, obviously premiering uh, July 16th. We've said that before on the show, but damn, it was a little bit of a teaser, but a damn good Good one. Even though it was just a nice stroll down, you know, the, the not the a road, of hallways. a couple of hallways, but it just it was just enough at least to get me hype, you know. And I looked deep into the Daenerys' eyes, and that's it for me. I'm in love. I can't wait, dude. This is gonna be awesome. You had Daenerys, you had Cersei, you had Jon Snow walking down the hallways to their respective thrones, uh, and then uh, Daenerys, or I'm sorry, Cersei breathes. And and it's it's in, she's in a cold room. Her breath you can see her breath, and then it zooms out as you could predictably tell because winter is coming to the uh, the Night's King. His eye, and, oh, and dude, the, just the crystal blue. I was like, oh shit, there's gonna be a battle. Even though there's only gonna be seven episodes. I can't freaking wait. And only six in season eight, which sucks. Pissed about it. But damn, what a good teaser. It was just enough to get you excited. It let you know where the characters were. Uh, Daenerys has created her own throne as Cersei's sitting on the Iron Throne. Jon Snow, is he back at Castle Black? He might might be. But it looked like Castle Black. Now I would imagine they're all trying to guess get their respective armies getting because it's I there's a battle coming. I assume he's at the wall because the White Walkers are going to be invading the wall. That's what I, I would imagine. So, yeah. so that's that's my guess there. But damn it all! <laughs> I, it usually comes back in April. We're usually yeah, about to yeah, watch it again. We gotta wait three more months. But that's okay. That's okay. There's still a gazillion shows on. 
I, to me, because it's uh, not for me though. Because once it comes on, the CW shows should be over. So it's like, boom! I don't have to catch up on all these shows. I can just focus on Game of Thrones. Yeah, for me, I'm happy that I don't have a ton of shows that I watch um, on the weekly basis. I usually watch Raw and SmackDown and then sports. So that's what gets me through opening day for baseball is on Sunday. The Phillies opening day is on Monday. So I'm I'm ready for baseball season. My body is ready, as Reggie Fiza may would say. Um, but Game of Thrones definitely sucks that it's three months later than normal. Uh, two or three months later, but we're, we're ready for it when it does come. Speaking of things that may be coming, uh, as uh, you know, just along with winter, uh, True Detective season three has been leaked, but not actually officially greenlit by HBO. But it's looking damn good. I, I apologize for butchering butchering his last name, but Nick Pizzolato. So it's, some, it's a Probably long Pizzolato. Yes, yeah, long Italian or <laughs> Sicily, whatever he is, but. He said he already finished writing the first two episodes, so I imagine he probably has, what, eight more to go? They've been, what, eight to ten a season? Usually. I, I don't know where where he, where he could go with this. Um, I mean, obviously, everyone would love to have Woody and McConaughey come back. Season two was with Vince Vaughn. I mean, you know, I like Colin Farrell. I like Rachel McAdams. and I mean, of course, I like Vince Vaughn, but I felt like they, they missed their mark there. It fell flat. It, it was weak. Season one For was way better power. than two, yeah. so I'm hoping that... Plus, you had Daddario. Oh, well, you know what I mean? Jamal Lee. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I'm hoping that he can find a you know happy medium to kind of end, because I know, I'm know i pretty sure he was only contracted for three seasons for the True Detective, so I'm pretty sure after this, no matter what, it'll be the end. So hopefully gets does a little bit better than, yeah. than the second one. And True Detective has... The first season of that was so... Revolutionary. Now people look at it like it's slow still, even so. And, no. and it, dude, I, I love watch, every second. If you watch and pay attention, it's a show you got to pay attention to. But if you pay attention to season one, damn it all. I tried season two with Ash, and and that's now her unfortunate impression of the show. And you, she was like, "This you, is you the up. most boring you, thing." You effed up. I, I know. I should have. I should have went to season one first. But I was so excited. We just moved in together. We had all this HBO from. Comcast. She didn't get to see Alexander is jumpling jubblies. <laughs> Speaking of jumpling jubblies. <laughs> Nick Offerman um, <laughs> of Parks and Rec will be co-hosting a brand new game show on NBC with Amy Poehler, The Handmade Project. And if you know anything about Nick Offerman, this is a perfect type of show for him. He he's like that that dry humor, but he's mm-hmm. freaking hilarious. I, I he's really, my favorite character on Parks and Rec by far. That was a show like I I've never seen every single. I've only seen maybe two uh, episodes. Episodes, yeah. It's oh. a show. It, it's a show that. Eventually, I know people are probably crying around because I know that everyone oh, loves so the show. It's basically started Chris Pratt. You know, are you ready for this? Shoot. It's overtaken How I Met Your Mother as my favorite half-hour TV show. And people don't know from high school, I would say even to college, all he did was watch That's How I Met Your Mother. All, all I there did. was DVDs everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. It was How I Met Your Mother, Degrassi, and that's. I mean. Wrestling. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's about that. That's what I watched through college and uh, and. I've seen every episode of How I Met Your Mother over a dozen times. I've probably seen close to 20 times, at least the first four seasons. But Parks and Rec is so funny and, and, and Amy, charming. Amy Poehler's funny. He's funny. So don't be a good Chris mix. Chris Pratt's amazing. I mean, there's no <laughs> there's no surprise that it launched his career, help launch uh, his career. The Walking Dead showrunner Scott Gimple recently said uh, that he envisions the show running into 2030. Yet the only thing that makes me run a want to run into is a is a train because that would be that would be awful. It's, it's that would be just just, just, to, just awful. to think about like I'm still watching The Walking Dead. I don't watch Fear the Walking Dead. I gave up after that on the first season, but I'm still liking Negan. The season finale of Walking Dead is Sunday. 
I don't think it's 90 minutes, they said. Shade Knight is mania? Yeah. That's if, stupid. If they, if they kill Negan, I could be done. So I, I just hope they don't end Jeffrey D. Morgan if they're ones. So, <coughs> so here's what I would ask. Here's what I would ask. Since you're, since you're going to be a punk bitch and not come over for mania, I would ask that you do spoil The Walking Dead for me. Let me know what happens. All right. I want to know, but only Negan. I don't give a shit about the rest. Okay. Let me know what happens to Negan, just in a text message. Because dude, he's, he's still my favorite. Like I'm, like he's the reason I'm in. Like every episode he's not in, I'm butthurt. And exactly, <laughs> and I can tell that if he leaves the show, you you will be yeah, broken. I mean, I would like probably Matt Hardy. I would probably still watch it, but it's it's something new. I mean, I know Rick. I know the whole crew. Negan's like that fresh blood. Everyone's scared as shit. I mean, I would be after seeing the. Um, the opener, you would freaking fear Negan too. So, I mean, he's basically quoted as saying, if the Simpsons can make it this long, why can't we? Yep. And I, and I would just ask that you text me and let me know if Negan will be around oh, for season eight. Monday, I will I will send you a text. Oh, right. I, you I, don't watch the night of. Homeland first. Even though I got, we already know where I feel with Homeland. Homeland. Uh, apparently, it's good again. It's, I don't like where they, they take in a, well, I, one character I like where they go, but my boy Quinn, I don't like where they went with him. He deserved better. Katie Cassidy uh, is returning to Arrow. Yeah, in the last season, she, I mean, it's, it's not really a, like a mini spoiler. If you didn't watch it, pause it, come blah, blah. She died. She's going to come back as a, a series regular in season six of Arrow as Black Siren, who is the villain from Earth two or three. I forget offhand, but we're watching a guy using ladders as like pogo sticks right now. And Kofi Kingston. <laughs> watch him do it. He's going to go up. Now, does he get it like that? That's kind of cool. I don't remember who wins the smash. I hope someone kicks out the uh, ladder. Oh, nope. (laughs) He did. (laughs) He gone. Uh, Break that. Oh, he's dead. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, she, I know people always complain about her every episode. They used to say she just cries every episode. I mean, I I hear people's point, but I think she could be a better character as Black Siren, Mm -hmm. as, as a villain. We, uh, this is not new news, but it's something that you uh, specifically requested because it apparently is better than ever. Into the Badlands is back. What is it, a couple episodes in now? Yeah, it's the first two episodes are out right now. The third one obviously comes on Sunday on AMC. Is it after TWD? Walking or Dead. Before? Yeah. After Walking Dead. A- after Talking Dead, I'd assume. Well, no, I, they, they switched Talking Dead. They So they put like Into the Badlands right after Walking Dead I'm, and then Talking Dead's at that later time. Got, gotcha. Like, dude, this show— That gets I mean, people watching Into the Badlands. Of course. Mm-hmm. So in— in the first season, like I, I always told you, the action in this on TV, I've never seen action on television like this. Like this is like movie quality, if not better. This is something that I, I feel now that I'm kind of I, I time to think on Iron Fist. This is maybe what everyone, probably me included, would have loved to see the action for Iron Fist more like this. It's just it's crazy martial arts. I mean, this is probably what everyone wanted because. Does it change do, do, now that you have time to think on it and stew on it and really reflect on it? Are you changing your opinion at all about Iron Fist? Aren't you just a little disappointed? Well, I, I would say I would say a, a little disappointed. Yeah, maybe if, if I'm at the action aspect because you're Iron Fist, you're thinking martial arts. You're, you're a guy, more, you just yeah. trained for 15 years. You beat a dragon. You expect some crazy shit. Into the Badlands is crazy shit, but it's it's not. It could be the, the worst Netflix series. I would say. To me, it's between that Luke Cage and Iron Fist can probably hold that. To me, Daredevil is still the best, my favorite. Even Jessica Jones is better than Luke Cage? Uh, see, Jessica Jones, I just liked her her villain. Luke Cage's villain I thought was weak. The ending was weak. His villain was weak. Once they got rid of Cottonmouth, to me, it was done. That was it for me with Luke Cage. So that's why Luke Cage, I, I, might, I like Iron Fist a smidge more of a, 
than Luke Cage because of that reason. I know a show you love, Legion, just had its season one finale. Oh god! What are your impressions, dude? What are your impressions, dude? Me and Alex watched that last night, dude. Even though it's only eight episodes, is it an hour or a half? It's well, commercials. It's, it's forty-five, fifty yeah. minutes. Yeah. So, dude, it's it's so freaking good, dude. It's me and him are actually going to probably binge the whole episode again in one shot just so you can get it because it's. It's a mind death. You got to think the about the whole show. season. Yeah, it's only eight episodes. It's, it's instead of waiting a week, week, you know, you forget some stuff. There's just so much info to take in, and then the ending of season two, um, it, it ends or whatever. Like on a happy note, you know, the credits roll. And I said, Alex, I said, keep this on. I was like, I have a feeling we might see some. Not four seconds later, bam! A nice little end credit scene happens because uh, Legion Marvel, and you see a little something to basically get you ready for. Season two. A little cliffhanger. Yeah, so I can't wait. Everyone, I suggest FX, watch Legion. It's eight episodes. It's totally worth it. Uh, Attack on Titan season two is coming soon. As and a matter you're of thrilled fact, about it. As a matter of fact, in an hour and 45 minutes, it will be debuting. So by the time we're yeah, live streaming. You talk yesterday. He's watching uh, it in I, Japanese. I will not. I, 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 will, I will wait for it for English, but I am disappointed to know that it is, A, only 12 episodes long, which is half the length of season one. We've been waiting for this for years, and they're only giving us half of, half of a season. And then, two, from a monetary standpoint, they're releasing it in two different Blu-ray sets of only six episodes each, as opposed to one with the 12 episodes. Obviously, they split season one into two different parts, with but that had 12 episodes on each one. I feel like that's a rip-off because they're going to charge 20 bucks. If they charge less than 20 bucks. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's unheard of. What are they going to charge? Ten dollars? No, they're going to charge twenty because they can get it. So to only get six episodes in each run, that's a freaking but, ripoff. But they've been doing that forever. Yep. Like, every, on every show, like every, it's like okay, right. even even um, what's it? The Dark Knight Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. The first movie, part one, came out. Part two came out separately, and mm-hmm. then a year later, the whole movie came out as one. Mm-hmm. It, it just get it because us suckers who can't wait want it, need it now. Mm-hmm. They're going to get it. Me, maybe being one of them, I'm not sure yet. We'll see what these. They did it with Sopranos. They cut the last season into two. They did it with Breaking Bad. They cut the last season into two. Initial Honorage. D, or Honorage. Initial D. You see all those DVDs in there. I have 14 and, volumes and of us, Initial D. And us suckers bought them all. And they were 15, <laughs> 20 bucks a pop yeah. back then. Tokyo pop, as a matter of fact. And they only have three episodes in each. So you have 14 volumes of three episodes that I spent at the time $20 a piece on. Now I got them all for 50 bucks, which is, again, if I waited, you know, I only waited. Yeah. 14 years so but that's like this like this well i guess not really kind of old like naruto shipping and they have like seasons like they're 20 30 episodes a season a box set they'll release 12 14 episodes so it's just like you bastard just combine it yeah make me buy fucking 40 dvds to get the whole the whole collection pokemon used to do that too they'd release three to six episodes on a disc charge you 20 bucks but because that was the craze people people would buy the shit out of it and that's at that time that's all we had and it was on vhs too it wasn't on dvd i still have a couple of my pokemon vhs's including send them to the museum bro electric shock showdown where (laughs) lieutenant surge and his raichu i remember bro Go against Pikachu. My memory sucks, but stupid shit like that, I remember. <laughs> Going to gaming. Actually, I like what I do now. Switch. Bring it over to gaming. We are not going to talk Nintendo first. I actually don't have a Nintendo story, I believe, until the very end. Uh, there's one kind of in the middle, but it's crazy. Um, Destiny 2. 
I did. I did watch it. We predicted only because you name drop. If you didn't name drop, I might have not watched it. Destiny Two uh, on, on Instagram and Twitter, they released their their image. We said last week on the show they released a poster. It said September eighth. They probably said, "Oh crap." We, we, we maybe maybe it was an intentional leak. Who knows? But then they said, "We we got to get something out." So they dropped the teaser early. Um, they announced it and gave it a teaser. It was lighthearted. It was fun, and Nathan Fillion destroyed it. Since, he was since so ca- funny. Since Castle got canceled, one of Mama Duke's favorite show, Nathan Fillion, he needed some work. Bam, they called him in. And like always, he was Nathan Fillion. He was hilarious. Yep, and he was good in Destiny 1, but he's and, – and the Taken King. Oh, he was in the was, first one too? I didn't know. Cool. The Taken King really put him on the on the map from Destiny's standpoint. And damn it all, if he didn't deserve it, he did very well there. Um, it makes me interested in Destiny. And they did confirm September 8th for the release date. But – he really f- it's short. It's a minute or two of a teaser, but he's like rallying up an army, and he says all these really funny things to try and get these troops of these these no name guys or whatever. And at the end, he's like, "Oh, and there's going to be a bunch of loot." And everybody's oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody starts going nuts. Uh, EA, uh, the the devil, confirms that Star Wars Battlefront Two is real. They also did that on social media, and will reveal a trailer on four fifteen at Star Wars Celebration. That's now. You played the first one, right? Sitting right there. See, I, I bought it for the computer, and people on the computer are probably maybe a little bit better, I think, than on PlayStation. It's that that was a game where I used to play with Machi, Alex, and all them. Even though I got, I died way more than I would care to admit. It was fun as shit. Yeah, yeah. PC players are going to be better than console players, just from an accuracy standpoint. Mouse, mouse, and keyboard is just a, a more efficient way to play. It, 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 they're, they're quicker, and I'm a, I'm at a disadvantage, but I play because I'm with my friends, and it's fun. Yeah, Gears of War. It's one of the reasons I stopped playing because they did an event where they mixed PC and console players, and I was just getting my ass handed to me. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, great! They announced the game we knew was coming, but it's cool that it's actually coming. I'm, I'm, my hope is they tie in Episode Eight a lot better than than the first one tied in Jakku in Episode Seven. They did that as a DLC pack. They did the Battle of Jakku, right? Yeah, yeah. and and they, hopefully now there's a story. I really hope there's a good solid story mode. Give me five did hours, you, I don't care, but a good story. Did mode. you like when you were um like the the X fighter, the X wing? Yeah, the X wing and. That was I was one was of my cool. favorites. I always thought I loved cool. it. It was cool. I, I think it was cooler for for me to watch my nephew play it. My nephew's a okay. big Star yeah. Wars fan. He's uh, seven, maybe eight, and he he's like super hype on it. So every time he comes over, Uncle Greg, can I play Star Wars? Ah, go ahead, buddy. It's yours. Go ahead, buddy. How can I say no yeah. to that? You know, um, Persona Five. Do you know what Persona is? It's well, it's an anime. They made a game. Like it's it's a game. I believe it is an anime. Also, it's but a J- I've, I've never played it. It's myself. a JRPG series, so it's a turn-based role-playing game. Uh, Persona Four Golden was the uh, PS Vita remake of Persona Four. <sighs> really uh, heralded JRPG series, but Persona Five is getting nines and tens everywhere you look. They say it may be. One of, if not the greatest JRPGs of all time. Did you happen to look at any gameplay? I, I watched maybe, if there was a video, it was like 10, 15 minutes of gameplay. I watched it. That's not my type of game. Mm-hmm. I would never, um, no matter any which way of the imagination, I would never play it. But for other people, I can see why. If you like them kind of games, I can see how it would be fun to you. But you do play that type of game. But not really. You do. Which is? Pokemon. 
It's a turn-based JRPG. Yeah, but, but Pokemon, it just has creatures Poke- you're familiar po- with. Pokemon's Pokemon. That's on a different level. You can't compare. <laughs> God damn. But the genre is you, the you same. You can't compare Persona Five to Pokemon. But the genre, you can. They're both yeah. JRPGs in a turn-based fashion. You can. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Persona Five just has a different skin and tone to it. Persona Five, uh, basically, everybody has a persona, an in-depth, like a, we'll call it for lack of a better uh, phrase, a spirit animal. It's not really an animal. It's just your persona, and then it comes out, and and it's. It, you fight your personas against each other, but it's got this art style. It's very stylized graphics, and and uh, it's funny yet charming yet dark, and and the the combat is insanely deep. And it's definitely something that interests me. However, because of Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, because of all the backlog of stuff that I have, and 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 the anticipated releases for Switch that I'm looking forward to, such as Ukulele, and the fact that I'm speedrunning all these other games on NES and and diving so much of my time into those i don't have time for another 60 hour experience right now i just don't there's not enough time in the day dude there's never enough time in the day especially you when stick your promise you don't want to buy new games until your your backlog is is complete and i said and i had two and when (laughs) when i gave my resolution which i've stuck to yeah, Bob pretty Bar- good. Uh, Bob Uecker. Uh, as as I've, I've no, I have done. I've done perfectly because I did say during my resolution that there were two um, two exceptions. Do you happen to know what they were? The exceptions of the games you bought. I said in my resolution. I said I'm going to not buy any more games yeah. unless it's with my work points. Zipper clips. Hold on, hold on. And I didn't. These okay. are all games that I've not purchased and already had. And I said with the exception of two things. What were they? Snipper clips? No, I didn't know snipper clips at the time. They were more, not individual games, but but whole things. Um, Resident Evil. Oh, the Switch. Besides, well, that was different. I said, different. That I said, different. That I said different. the only time I, I I'd buy something is, is Nintendo Switch and PSVR. Were the only two things that I would actually spend. But money you're not on. getting the VR, are you? Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. I'll get VR when it when it inevitably comes wireless because there's too many wires. I don't have room. In this house, he has a giant GameStop bag filled with wired shit. Has a gazillion holes in it. He needs a new bag. <laughs> he needs a new. He needs more space. I have an Xbox One, a Wii U, a Nintendo Switch, a PS4, a cable box, uh, Dude, hundreds of someone, Blu-rays. You need someone that like custom like a like your whole like new shit for each system because you see these people's setups where they build like yeah. their own stand. Like you need something like that. Yeah. Or if Plus, you made like. Plus, I have the PS4 camera in there for when we stream, and I just got the Microsoft Xbox One Connect for so I can stream Xbox One right through my app, so we can be on camera and talk for that too. Nice. So I have the Xbox oh, One. It's got weight to it. It's got a lot of weight Holy to it. Holy shit! But I got that with my work points as well. He's with, cheating, guys. With <laughs> no, I said with my work points. I got I'm just saying. And I got Jeez. a screwdriver set, and I got a, a new hose, and I got uh, what a gig, <laughs> and I got uh, oh man, what's the other thing? A safe. Yeah, it's a safe. That's and pretty cool. That sure. big ass box in there. Yeah, I see that giant one. Yeah, what is that? I see champ. That's an exercise bike elliptical combo, brother. You got that on your work points? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Let's head over so, to you guys. I need some shit. <laughs> so uh, I don't have to. I can cancel my gym membership. So going to start to play basketball this Tuesday morning again, six in, six in the morning. I can come home while I'm watching TV, like watching the Phillies or something, do a little sure, exercise. You can play like freaking goddamn Switch while you're on the damn bike. I can. I can play Switch while I'm on my That's exercise awesome. bike. So expect Jay Hall to be back in <laughs> shape, brother. He's going to be dropping those LBs. I hope to hear it. Psionics, the company behind Rocket League, is evaluating whether or not to bring Rocket League to Switch. I, I've said this to you before, and I'll say it again. I own 
and I bought Rocket League on both PS4 and Xbox One, and if it came out on Switch, it would be a day one purchase. um, I got it for free for PlayStation. I bought it for the computer. I probably, as of right now, I'm not going to get the Switch, but I don't blame people for getting it for the Switch. Why wouldn't you? It's, it's, it's a great game. Rocket League on the go. That's it's why. It's a great game. It's not even that it's the great game. It is a great game, but it's the fact that I could lay up in bed and play Rocket League. It's the fact that I can be at a Starbucks under their Wi-Fi but at the same time, and play it online. I could play it on PlayStation, use my Vita. Sure, I know. don't have a Vita. No, no I'm just saying. Yeah. And, and that's, for, for, and that's for, for PlayStation, I can still use the handheld. Yeah. That's why I can understand you wanting to get it for the Switch. Why wouldn't you? It's, yeah, a, it's a fun game. And it's... And it's it is, and it's I can imagine Damien and everyone else getting Rock, Rock League's funnest show for your friend, especially yeah. for your friends. Yeah, we have Sean Carcitti Go and Damien, kick some ass, and, talk some shit, and Darren and Brian and all us playing Rocket League together. That'd be really fun to play that on the Switch. They also announced Psionics, a Fate of the Furious Dom Toretto Charger DLC coming out in April for two bucks. I'm buying it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissed. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. You see it it, dude, it's. It's pretty cool. It's like you fuckers. <laughs> I get pissed. Like, it's I'm so stupid. But for two bucks, how can I say no? And it's got customized skins on it as well. So, you bastards. Telltale, <laughs> behind The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, Into the Badlands, all those Batman. fun Telltale series. Batman. They had the Batman Telltale series. Has announced that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Episode One will be dropping on April 18th. So not far away for five bucks for Episode One, and I think it's going to be the standard twenty dollars for the season pass. Um, but did you watch the trailer? They came out. I did not. I, they came out with the trailer the day after I put this in our notes. It's funny. It, I mean, uh, it's it's Guardians. Like, it's it's all the yeah. original voice guys, actors. Yeah, no. Oh, it's from the movies. Yeah. No, they don't have those. Uh, that's why I was. I got that money. Well, that's what I was saying. I was like, okay, well, that, how much that, are they that, putting into this? That Chris okay. Pratt money. They don't have that right now. Makes sense. But uh, it's really. I've good. never played a Telltale game. I don't. I don't play games on my phone they're, like that. I'm not. I'm not know. on the phone though. They're oh, it's not. They're on console. Oh, it was really cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I own I own Walking Dead season one and two for Xbox. I own Into the I, I own Tales of the Borderlands and Game of Thrones on PS4, uh, and they're also on mobile. They're definitely on mobile, but I don't think they're your type of game anyway. Yeah, it's, While they're funny and they're hilarious, they are slower burns, and you're not a yeah. slower burn kind of guy. It's the game. It's an it's an click. It's a point and click adventure where you walk a little bit, you point to something on the screen, you click it, you get choices, you make yeah. your choices. Your choices then affect the rest of the game. Yeah, it's like the one the one Star Wars game Machi plays. Yeah. Yeah, that so it's not probably, probably not up your alley. Um, however, I don't know if, if this is up your alley. Do you like Minecraft? No. <laughs> but I, I mean either. No, it's, me it's neither. not it's, my cup of tea. It just reached like 125 million in sales, so we're, I like, mean, I mean, we're I know, in the minority. I know that for a fact. But they have free Mighty Morphin Power Rangers DLC <laughs> coming to Minecraft, including uh, all the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Rita Repulsa, Lord Zed, the Megazord and even Bulk and Skull. I mean, characters. That's fun. It's cool that they they were able to get it. And, you know, to, to get this DLC. That's awesome. It's just something that I just don't play. I don't play Minecraft. I can see pe- why people do. I can the see Power they get sucked in. No, just in general yeah. Minecraft. And I can definitely see people getting sucked in and why they do. Adding the Power Ranger skins will be fun as shit. On and by the way, uh, Telltale actually has a Minecraft game as well. Uh, Minecraft Story Mode, but. I can see why people play it. We don't talk about Minecraft a lot on this show. There are Minecraft podcasts out there. There are Minecraft YouTubers that get millions and millions of views. Um, but that's not what we're in it for. We're in it to, to talk about what we have passions about. We don't have passions about Minecraft. I can see why people do. Just but not our It was just worth mentioning for people that do play. Like Absolutely. That's what we do. We bring you all the nerdy news. Uh, MLB, the show, 2017, getting great early reviews, calling it the best of the series, well, like Griffey is on the front, so yeah, great, and it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's great, but but also I, I watched a little bit of that retro mode. 
Did you? Yeah, it looks fun. Is, is it like the? It's not. It's like, a little. It looks a little bit better than the Super Nintendo oh, does. Cool. It, All right. it, it looks a little bit better, but uh, it's just. It's. I guess they call it retro mode. Save your points, brother. It's. It's fun. <laughs> that's. That's how I would get it. Is yeah. through my points. I have. I have some stuff here because like I have the show sixteen, and I. I got frustrated about halfway through my season as the Cubs um, last year before they won the World Series. But I that 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 game can be very frustrating from an offensive standpoint. You you, you turn it to pro because it's too easy. Uh, I'm sorry because it's uh, you can't score a run. You turn it to pro to score more runs, and then it becomes too easy from a pitching side. So then you have to adjust the sliders to make the pitching harder, and then the hitting. Then you got to play with it and tweak it, and it's almost a new who the hell's got time for that? You can create your own difficulty level, and I don't got time for that. Just put it on yeah. all pro and let me play the damn yeah. game. I hear you. Anyway, uh, MLB the show getting great reviews this year's Call of Duty, another game that I've played a ton of, own most of, doesn't hit me anymore. <laughs> will never buy another one. Uh, this year's Call of Duty rumored to be called Call of Duty. Duty, World War II. I wonder where it would take place. Beats me, Greg. Potentially, <laughs> potentially uh, the 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 Civil War. I mean, I haven't played Call of Duty since uh, Modern Warfare was the, what, the second one. To me, that was the one I played the most. It was my favorite. Sure. I, but after you play them games so many times, I get bored of it. I doubt I'll get the new one. I will not get you know, it. I, I, I prefer that it's going back to its roots of World War II. I prefer if a military shooter is in that time period yeah. as opposed to the future. I either want present, like modern warfare, yeah. past. I don't want future. Yeah. I think that it, infinite warfare. Unless, you're, unless you play Killzone. Yeah. That's different. Killzone was fun. And they, they had uh, you know a ton, of, a ton of great reviews saying that it was potentially the best single player this past year for infinite. Whatever. Not, not, not something I'm interested in anymore from a Call of Duty standpoint. I'm not spending $60 a year on Call of Duty anymore. StarCraft, however, another game I don't play, but I know our friends do. Uh, have you ever played StarCraft? No. I'm sure you've watched Machi. I've, I've watched Machi. Everyone out used to play that. StarCraft is getting remastered. It's coming this summer. So anybody out there who does play predominantly on PC, while Sam does play PC, I do not play PC at all. I'm a console gamer. Um, if you like StarCraft at all, it's getting a remaster. I believe they're coming out with a trilogy around the same time, too, of, of whatever. I don't know shit about it, so I won't pretend to. Um, but there's that. Last uh, last piece of gaming news, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which we will be streaming Sam's blind playthrough for the first time ever. Uh-huh. I'm excited for uh, you. God knows what, what the Zelda game will bring. It got a patch. Got a patch that fixed its frame rate issues. It had a lot of slowdown when there's a lot of stuff happening on screen. This, Something that, you, no, you noticed playing it it's, also? It's very yeah. noticeable. Um, but it got that frame rate fix uh, through a patch. Halle freaking Luya. <laughs> I see. I didn't, I didn't hear anything about Promise, but you you played it way more than I Soul or bladed, so makes sense. Are you excited to play it today? Yeah, let's we'll see, we'll see what happens. Maybe I hate it, maybe I love it. We'll see. When's the last time you played a Zelda game? 96. It's a 96. <laughs> Literally, 96. Like, Zelda, I, I played Link, Super Smash, that's it. That's, Come, that's my Link. Coming out this week, April 4th, Persona 5, like we said earlier. Uh, Blackwood Crossing, Lego City Undercover for Xbox One, PS4, PC, and Switch. Um, Lego City Undercover. So thank God another Switch game is coming. People are craving one. Sniper Ghost Warrior 3, Drawn to Death. We talked about that before. It's coming out for free on PlayStation as a part of the PS uh, Plus games. And uh, also something that I have to go. Uh, I, I can't. I can't. I can't not mention Parappa the Rapper remastered coming out. You, know, <laughs> you remember playing that in Carmen's no. basement? 
Oh man, Prepper the Rapper. Any games he used to play, dude? He had every system as a kid. A PS One classic, uh, and then April seventh, which is uh, Friday, I believe. So that's still within our realm of next uh, of next podcast or this podcast would be uh, Bulletstorm, the full clip edition, which you spoke highly of that you you were interested in now, especially because it has a Duke Nukem uh, aspect to it. You can play as Duke Nukem. That game was fun and as same shit. Same voice, same yeah. voice. And that, that, that cool. game was fun as shit for for the 360. I think if you're listening, Kelly Carusi, I think you wanted to buy that game because you watched me play it or something like that in college and said it looked badass. So it's coming back for Xbox One and PS4 and PC. So uh, that is that. I will tell you now. Make sure you listen to the next week's episode because then that has a game coming out that I am very very interested in. You're buying. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> call him, guys. He's caught. I was gonna, I was gonna wait, but you had to, you had to ask. I guess I'll say it. Spoiler alert: Ukulele's coming out. I'm really pumped for it. It's the Banjo Kazooie yeah. spiritual successor. It's coming to Switch. So yeah, you, buying you, it on you, Switch. You were hyped about it. I'm buying it on Switch. We'll let it slide. As we transition into movies now, uh, I. <laughs> I did a little April Fool's joke on you f- because I know how bad you wanted to talk about it, so I wanted to bury it <laughs> just so you had to talk about TV and gaming before you got to talk about it. But I'm going to give Sam the microphone, Sam Soapbox, his highly anticipated Justice League trailer came out. Let's talk just about the trailer because there was news that came out after the trailer, so let's stick with your impressions of the trailer alone. What did you think? Okay, first off, did you see the trailer? Of course I saw the trailer. I, five I, times. I, see, I only saw maybe three. I didn't, I didn't want to go over overboard. Yeah, but you know more than I do. So I had to watch course, it a bunch so course. I could pick up on little things. Of course. Didn't do shit for me. Like the little things. I didn't pick up on many. Um, I'm not good at the little things with DC. Well, for me, it's – I know that one of the first things they said that it was going to be like a kind of more hopeful, brighter. But from the trailer so far, it was still it was still great. That's one thing I did they, notice. They tried to make Aquaman funny. But – He I, was. I, to me, Aquaman – I think Aquaman was probably like the standout for me. I mean, you had goddamn Aquaman on the damn Batmobile. He, he looks yeah. over at Bat. Like, what did he jump off into? Um, um, Parademon. Okay. That's Darkseid's okay. minions. Gotcha. So they saw a screenshot of where it's like Aquaman's looking back and Batman's looking at him on the Batmobile, and it was like an HD res photo. I just thought it was so badass, and I was like, when are the, when are the how are we, are we ever going to see Aquaman standing on a moving Batmobile ever? So I, I just thought that was so freaking cool. Yeah. Um, another part that, that I cracked me up was Barry Allen. He's sitting in the car. Bruce Wayne goes, so what's your superpower? I'm rich. <laughs> and to me, that was hilarious. I'm pretty sure everyone laughed at that part. Another thing I, I really liked, they didn't show you Superman at all. Yep. Um, I know people, you saw people, you know, of course, people have to fucking bitch about something. Oh, Sam with two F-bombs this episode. We're Superman. Oh, like it's, but it's like, okay, people, you bitch when they show you Dark Side, and then they don't show you something, and then you bitch about it again. Aren't you embarrassed? Yes, it's Superman. He's going to be in the film. It's Justice League. There's no Justice League without Silverman. Pull your panties out of your ass. He's in it. Relax. <laughs> Sam is so passionate about it, and I fuck. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I <cracks>. love it. <laughs> I love it. And then, okay, Cyborg. People, I, I wish I got a cyborg I, film. I, he's I, like, no, he's it, grown on it, me. It, it, dude, you're gonna get. I, I, I know, feel but like I would like his, it before. He's growing on me. I'm telling you, I'm liking just, something good. Easy. Good. So, cyborg people, I know. I've seen people bitch about his look. So, with, with, was already stated with it cyborg. Was, is he always? Has he always been African American? Yeah, he's, okay. he's always. Which is great. If it yeah, was, I would. Absolutely. If it was white, I would have been pissed. Right. So, 
What I like about him, they give you his new 52 look. It's not the, the look that maybe you know and love from Cyborg, but it's the first look you get. And, the, and as over time, his look's going to change. Just like his Batman suit, it's going to change. You know, he'll get the new suit or whatever. So eventually, he's going to get upgrades, and they said he's slowly going to hopefully look more like the original at, down the road. Hopefully by the Cyborg film, or if they decide to do a Teen Titans movie, we'll see what happens there. I'll tell you what, I'm really, I know you don't like him, but Ezra Miller, what I saw of The Flash. Didn't do it for me still. Dude, what they're doing with the Speed Force, I'm in, dude. I got, every time I see him run, boom, I already got the chills. Even though, yes, blah, 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 we love Grant Gustin, he's our Flash, I understand. But I'm going to give him a, give him a shot. I I'm did gonna, like Gail, too. Gail was good in it. Yeah, she's, 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 she's a gonna beautiful be, woman. She is a beautiful woman, <laughs> but she's going to be great as Wonder Woman. I have a lot of high hopes for that, as you saw on, on your on June, your status. June 2nd or June 4th, obviously Wonder Woman comes out. Yeah, hopefully we both see that. Yeah. I know I will. I will. I, will. I, will. I, I think Ashley, you will. Ashley wants to see it, too. So that, That's good to hear. I mean, there was a little clip of Amber Heard as Mara, mm-hmm. and someone released it. Very H- little clip. And someone had the HD red shot, and oh, my Jesus Christ, is she beautiful. Sam popped one of those little <laughs> blue pills for that one. God, you Actually, beautiful. he didn't even need one. I Trust me, I did not. And <laughs> He said, trust me. That made, no, Because you said, trust you, me, it made that sentence creepy. <laughs> but you, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I think she's one of the most beautiful women on this planet, so I, just to see her as Mara was great. Overall, with the trailer... Of course, it's my most hyped film of this year. I love the Justice League. What I've said a little bit, the snippet they showed me at Batman, I'm in Flash, Wonder Woman, Cyborg. Even you had um, Commissioner Gordon in there, a nice little rooftop scene, Aquaman and Batman, which was a nice little funny was it, thing. It was not the same Commissioner Gordon yeah, from that, the, that's the JK, Nolan. That's Jake. Uh, that was Gary Oldman. Yes, that's it. This Gary one's J.K. Simmons, who was right. Peter oh, Parker. Yeah, he was duh. Peter Parker. Yeah, you know? J.K. Simmons. So, he, he, was, he was the guy from the Daily Tribune. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know he had this. He's like his, the dad, in and everything. he had his big mustache. It was yeah. perfect, James Gordon. I, I I can't wait to see it. There was some new footage shown at CinemaCon, and there was still no Superman in that footage, and people are going nuts. I'm with you. You know he's going to be. Okay. In it. They did the funny. They did the funny vignette, the 20 second vignette of just his coffin. It's it's in hu- humor. Like it's they're trolling us on purpose. I'm completely you, okay with that. Want to hear it. my thoughts on Superman? Okay, he. he we all know he's dead at the end of Batman v Superman. He dies. Spoiler. <laughs> Come on. They saw the movie. If not, I'm, I, did you, I did you a favor. Frigged it. So. Oh, wait. Does that mean you don't like the movie? No, no. I just did, uh, did you a confirm. favor for three hours. Confirmed. It's not confirmed. Confirmed. Sam did like the movie. So, I have a feeling that Darkseid is going to have play more in this movie than we think. I'm, th- I'm having a feeling he's possibly going to control Superman. Kind of uses him as his... His enemy, maybe it's him and Steppenwolf. I don't know, but I have a feeling that they're going to have to overcome him and break the connection of Darkseid's control over Superman. And then at the end, last battle, it's going to be all of them to beat Steppenwolf and all the Parademons, and then which would set up Darkseid being the main main villain of the next Justice League movie. That's just my little my little tidbits. We'll see. Now they're saying that this film could be two hours and fifty minutes long, but other sources deny it. What do you think an appropriate runtime would Is be? T- if if it's if it helps the story, if it helps each character, because I, I want to give each character their own, they deserve their own to shine here. If it's compelling enough and it keeps moving, and I don't, like sometimes I see a movie where if it's what, two, two hours, two and a half hours, and I don't look at my phone, I know that was a good movie because I don't look at my phone. If I don't look at my phone there and it's enough to keep me into it, keep me going, I don't give a shit if it's two, three hours. But don't, do you agree? I won't say don't you agree. Do you agree? That if each character got its own film before of course. The, the movie, they could have told a compelling story for the Justice League in like two, 
210. Oh, depending what story they were going to try to set up and line up, they could have had little bits of this in the Flash film if it was a cyborg, Aquaman. Of course, they probably wanted to do that, but obviously DC's behind and they're rushing. I would imagine they're rushing everything. So I just hope that it makes sense and it's not forced down our throats. I have a feeling it, it could yeah, be. We'll not see. might, but we'll it, see. it could be because they don't have their own character. You saw it in Suicide Squad. You you had f- a minute to tell each story, and then they stuck on Will Smith for 20. But anyway, uh, you have that c- possible conundrum. Possible. Because n- not many people know Cyborg. Not many people understand The Flash because as much as he's on the CW with his own TV show, it's a different story. See, see I think it's it's Barry Allen. He's but, the but, most yeah, popular but the casual, Flash. But the casual does not know what that means. I, I think they might. No, everybody knows. Hold on. So everybody knows Captain America. Everybody knows Spider-Man. Everybody knows the Hulk. Everybody knows Batman. Everybody knows Wonder Woman. Everybody knows Superman. Most people know The Flash. Not many people know Cyborg. And Aquaman really has a... a a, this is a new a, take on it. It's a, yes, a, new, it's a new, new, take. new take. He has a, has a, a different look. It's a new look. So you have some conflicting personalities there, and I'm hoping that this is good. I'm hoping that this movie does very well. I hope this kicks the shit out of everything they've ever done, gets the DCU back on track. I really honestly mean that because what the fuck do I care if it doesn't? Yeah. You know. So I really hope it does. Uh, but from a standpoint of I feel like it could potentially be uh, the beginning. I, I can see this. The first act is a bore. The second act is the fight between them. Uh, you know, they start to get together. Then they have the thing that breaks them apart, and then the the, the ending has all the action. I really hope they able, they're able to put all three of those and disperse it all evenly throughout the film. A little bit of everything in each act. That's well, what I'm hoping I, for. I, I That's hope, what would get me compelled. It, just want to you know, hopefully Zack Snyder listened to whoever or whoever came and rewrote the script, touched it up. Hopefully they have everything in there rather than have that the the Batman v Superman feel that dreariness in the beginning that you know was maybe a little slow to start or whatever, but. This film looks to be, obviously Wonder Woman, we already know it looks to be one of the best. This one looks to be the best trailer that I've seen from the DC. Do you think it gave away too much? No. Well, as to another film that we're going to get to, this film, I think they learned from their last mistake. They didn't show you, like when they showed you Doomsday, they showed you the villain. You you didn't see Superman. You didn't see Steppenwolf. You didn't see Darkseid. You you saw a parademon. That's all you saw. And, And you barely saw that. And... To me, that was the trailer I want. As we'll get to something else, we'll get to it. You know, as we're about to say. Uh, last night, I watched uh, Why Him with James Franco and Brian Cranston, and it was very good. I highly recommend it. But that brings me to another point. As much as that movie was great, is there another Franco that could potentially be joining the DCEU? Well, as as we had a little something popped up yesterday, it was usually right before the podcast does, it pops up. And I guess Dave Franco was interviewed because – Young Justice is coming for the season three for Netflix. It might be next year, I think it is, but he played the voice of the Riddler. And he said, you know, they asked him, like, are you coming back as your voice? He goes, well, it's not like no one's knocking down my door at it, but if they asked me, I'd be there. And so then they mentioned, well, you know, another young DC movie coming out is Nightwing. Would you be interested in that? He goes, if they asked me, absolutely. So, but to me, Dave Franco, he seems a little small in stature. My Nightwing's maybe... A six one, six two type of guy. Obviously, with cameras, they could probably work. He's a little taller because Ben Affleck's a you know big guy. Could Dave Franco do it? Possibly. He's good enough actor. 
It sounds like it might be a little bit of a leap of faith. Yeah, I mean, of, of course. But speaking of leap of faith, isn't there anything? Joss Whedon is making the leap of faith from the Marvel universe, which has been very kind to him in his pockets. Uh, maybe after Age of Ultron, he got a bad taste in his mouth, so he's switching over to direct the solo Batgirl film. Another good sign for the DCU that they're digging out of their grave. Now, to me, this came out of nowhere. It did. I, it I did not hear an inkling of Joss Whedon at all. Um, obviously, Buffy and all that, you know, Joss Firefly, is, all that Joss stuff. Joss will always have me from Firefly and Buffy. Um, another Nathan Fillion project, which was, he was great in. Yeah. Um, Batgirl, I'm, I'm all in. I mean, I, I his first Avengers film, I loved. I yep. thought it was great. Saw it with you and Damien in theaters. Ultron, I wasn't. That was one of my it least. Was okay. It was one of my least okay. favorite Marvel properties they did. But I, I will say the opening shot when all of them were in a line, that was fantastic. I have to give where credit. It's right in the beginning of the movie. Got to give credit where credit's due. To the snowy forest. And supposedly <laughs> that this could follow the new 52 Batgirl. This is where after Joker shoots her, she's paralyzed, blah, blah, blah. Eventually comes Oracle. But we'll wait until more news. But he said he is also set to direct, produce. All that good stuff. And we just kind of talked about him leaving the Marvel Universe, but staying in the Marvel Universe, Spider-Man Homecoming also came out with a trailer. Do you think, and I shouldn't even say do you think, the, the listeners don't know, but I know that you think, and I agree, it showed way too much. I, I thought I saw 60 plus percent of the movie. Um, some of the things that you know I was looking forward to, at least the one where you see Spider-Man where he's holding the, the boat together. He has his webs out like the... In Toby's movie, I think it was the first or second one, the, the second where he's holding the train back. Mm-hmm. You, you're okay. So the trailer just shows you Tony comes in and helps him. So yeah, they he saves it, blah blah. blah. So that takes all the nervous, whatever, takes everything. Okay, boom, Tony, they save it, whatever. Maybe someone, thought, blah blah blah. Then he goes, give me the suit back. Obviously, he takes back the suit. If you're not the man, you, you don't need the suit. And then they show him with his own homemade version of the suit multiple times. And, uh, I'm just like, God damn it, everyone were already hyped for Spider-Man. They could have shown me a minute teaser, and I would have been fine with it. Mm-hmm. I, it feels like every other time, it's like they keep showing too much shit in trailers. They had a lot of the same shots from the first trailer in there, repurposed, and then just added new clips that did that did give away a lot. And, I thought it was too and, much. So here's, and I told you my theory, I'll tell the world you my the theory shocker, now. Another villain? Yeah, I, um Good old-fashioned Bob Saget joke there. Um, but I will say that I told you my reasoning here, and I'll give it to the world now. I think they showed too much because two, and in a lot of people's opinions, three of the five Spider-Man films we have, the Toby <coughs> films plus the Andrew uh, Lincoln films. Garfield. I did it again. Uh, <laughs> the Andrew Garfield films and, and the Toby films. Uh, let's just go with Let's just go with the ultimate. Spider-Man movies and the regular Spider-Man movies. Good? Yeah. Good. I mean, it, uh, a lot of people think that they didn't do so well. The first Spider-Man was good. The CG is very outdated. They got rid of the 9-11 shot because of 9-11. Spider-Man 2, very, very good. That's probably the most heralded that's one. my favorite. Um, Spider-Man 3, okay, but it's got the Poop. emo Parker and the freaking bad Venom, the Topher Grace Venom. I liked the original um, Amazing Spider-Man with, with Killer... Uh, no, it wasn't Killer Lizard. Clark. It was... Uh, the lizard man, lizard, whatever. lizard, lizard. God, uh, the the I call him the kicker from the replacements. Um, right, and then uh, and then the second one with another Green Goblin cameo with uh, freaking Rhino, Paul which, Giamatti, which is a man in a truck. We've talked about Stakes. that before, and freaking Electro and freaking. Uh, well, that's it. I think. Yeah, it was it. Then, yeah, but the ending it. that showed you the sinister sticks. Yeah, the sinister in the sticks in, the, in the, those the glass cases. But that film got shit on too. So. I think they showed you too much to reinvigorate yeah, exactly. A, we know. energy, and B, we know. faith in the franchise, though. They it's wanted people Spider-Man. to get back in. 
It's a new telling of it. But I'm. Com- I, I, we saw them in Civil War. They didn't. We loved them. Yeah, yeah. We loved them in Civil War. And that so should we have been enough, dude. I they could have just gave me a minute teaser. Every one of their sisters going. Even though this trailer showed too much, I'm still going to go in the movie. But I'm disappointed that I know what I know going in. And and but here's the deal. And my and I guess here's my thought process. BVS did the same thing. Yep. But the, they but learned from loved, their mistake. But you love that. But no, I would have rather them not show Doomsday. Mm-hmm. I would have rather went and going. Damn, it's really stupid ass Lex Luthor, like the villain. Jesse Eisberg reason why I'm saying stupid, but they learned from the mistake from the Justice League. They didn't show you no villain, right? To me, that that is what I want. Mm-hmm. Keep me wondering. Keep me guessing. That's it. I think that that Civil War should have been enough to restore faith. I'm exactly. with you there. It was, so. but that's my theory is that they showed a lot because they need people to restore their faith. Because not everybody saw Civil War, but everybody knows who Spider Man. I mean, is, it made so. over a billion dollars. Doesn't people mean, saw that movie? Yeah, but not everybody. <laughs> you have to think about the casual moviegoer or the person who just likes Spider Man, not Captain America. Because I didn't see any Captain America film until after Winter Soldier came out on Blu-ray. Now it's probably out of all the Marvel universe. That's probably my favorite and then, line. And then you just see people's worries. You have my worry too of um, like Iron Man. Is he going to play? Too much part on Spider-Man's beginning because obviously he had no really in the beginning he you know he didn't make a suit until it was Iron you know Spider-Man that was yeah. later down the road so we'll, we'll see what they go with this right and there's a possible return for Pepper Potts to come back and yeah, we heard a little rumor her. there we haven't seen her in quite a while her especially had a little riff now would it be Gwyneth Paltrow it, to me it has to be it has to be Gwyneth Paltrow I hope if it is I hope it's Paltrow because I can't. I, mean, I don't want to see another. Maybe her website, box. Goop, is doing a little bad, so she needs a little money. Spider-Man is set to leave the Marvel Cinematic Universe after the sequel to Homecoming. This is a surprise to me. Well, to me, this is it's probably what Sony and Marvel, their initial agreement mm-hmm. was. and Got to think that. Probably Sony doesn't want to. They're hoping that with the Marvel name attached to it for the first, what, his first, his two solos, and he was in Civil War, so three movies. Hopefully it's enough to bring them to, to get the story right to bring them back, and then they want to obviously step away from Marvel so they can keep all the profits. Venom, his film, and I hope it is because it's the only way I would want to go see it and get super excited about it. Could be rated R, will not be connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and is also shooting this fall. Well, I agree with the rated R. It should be rated R. Has the Venom is brutal, and they're also saying it could be horror. It has a I, I can see that. I, I can see that. And not being connected tomorrow, so Sony keeps all the money. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Makes sense. And we've seen Sony movies in the past and what they've done to superheroes, so well, well, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Venom's a this. superhero. Well, yeah, but yeah, he's an we'll anti-hero. We'll, we'll we got to keep our I'm, fingers I'm going, crossed. I'm going to – regardless of if it's – I saw their Fantastic Four. I've seen garbage. That was Fox. I told you that before. It's, I, I, it's, Sony was the I amazing just, Spider-Man I ball them so. all up in, in, in a ball of shit. Okay. <laughs> 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 um. Jeremy Renner, who plays Hawkeye uh, in the Avengers films, he will not be in Mission Impossible 6, but however, he will come back as Hawkeye in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Pissed. I was hoping to see him in Mission Impossible. I thought I did read that he was having a little part in it, but we'll see. Maybe they could hide his role in it. You know, you never know. They always keep people guessing. Yeah. But I do like him as Hawkeye. Me too. I uh, welcome that. Wreck-It Ralph 2 is changing its entire name and and no longer going with Wreck-It Ralph 2 or anything like that. It's called it's Mario. Going- <laughs> It's called Ralph Breaks the Internet. I mean, I don't I'm, give a I, shit I, about I'm, the name. I'm disappointed, though. Really? That's, that sounds... 
it's a freaking online meme that you're that you're now glorifying in history of Disney for all eternity. Well, I and mean, it has nothing. It doesn't sell you as anything. I like the first one because of the video game aspect. Because but, I saw but, Sonic. But they were bringing. I thought they said originally they were said they were going to bring more games into it. Are I really going, hope so. If they do that, I mean, I'm, it's still John C. Riley. I'm still interested because I did yeah, like. Wreck-It and it Ralph. was a char- it was a charming film. I saw it twice in theaters. <sighs> Oh, excuse me. You record very early, but unlike me to see movies multiple times in theaters, I saw that multiple times in theaters and, and own it now. So yeah, and t- tomorrow I'm going to see Ghost in the Shell. So we'll see how that is. Uh, we have, we're getting to talk about that in a little bit too. So um, Beyonce uh, is the top choice to play Nala in the Lion King uh, remake, a uh, live action remake, according to Ver- uh, Variety. Uh, we already know that James Earl Jones is reprising his role as Mufasa, so this is good to see um, Beyonce coming back. Now she is preggers, so that would be difficult I don't to know. work After around. After Beyonce, she like yeah. she leaves like a bad taste in my mouth. After that Super Bowl shit and all, all that, sure, her lemonade shit, like she just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Sure, she's a little bit of a. I'm just kidding. I almost don't want her in my Lion King film. I don't know. So I kind of hope but it that. Wouldn't, but you wouldn't see her. I understand, but it's her voice, and it could it could just be enough to you know. You know, so we'll see. Hopefully, more news of that to follow. Hopefully, she backs out. She's pregnant. She can't sing. But that's it. <laughs> there was a new War of the Planet of the Apes trailer. I wanted to put this first on the rundown because you, you, you so, could have. You could have. It, it was so good, dude. You could have. I I can't wait, man. I saw. I was. Thank God, I was on Twitter eight minutes after Matt Reeves tweeted out the trailer, dude. I am in. Woody Harrelson looks bad, freaking ass. Dude, freaking trailer. Man, apes are talking, man. So that's what I wrote. I said lots of apes talking. It, it, too much for me. A little too no, much. No, see, that's the only part that was just a little too hammy for me. Well, see, I, I mean, well, it's it's Planet of the Apes film, so you, you, you know they're he's going for it. And the Spielberg two thousand one one, they were all talking but, perfect English. Yeah, perfect. But this, I, it's not. It's, I, I, they like, almost feel like they're. Oh, uh, but and they're I, interpreting the words, so I get it. I this is a day one immediate immediate Thursday watch night. for me. Yeah, we'll, well for you, your, your Thursday, we'll go see it Thursday well, night, probably Friday for me. Oh, well, it's not a day great, one. Great, I can't wait to see it before you. Good. <laughs> Just don't spoil it. Speaking of trailers, uh, another spooky trailer dropped. See, I, for Stephen King's it. I didn't think it was spooky. Good because it. it did, did but did you like? It was I, different. It was a different tone than the original. I, I've heard mixed people. I've heard people say everything. Look, remake I've is heard. Gonna be mixed. I heard. It There's looks great. It looks shit. Me, well, it didn't well, do nothing. We know I'm not a big horror guy. Yeah. Name one thing on this earth that doesn't have split opinion, though. No, Every, no you're everything right. Everything does. Everything does. But you're going to have those loyalists that are probably a little older that because it was not a horror film. It wasn't even really a film. It was a three-hour made-for-TV thing that they yeah. condensed into a film. Um, it is a very long film. But Tim Curry is Pennywise back in the 70s. Of course, everyone you know, loves. Here's the thing. That movie on the posters and, and this, that, and the other gave away – uh, a little bit more of a horror vibe than the actual yeah. show was. He's a freaking spider too. Like it, it's just a shape shifting yeah. thing. It is just something that shape shifts. It just happens to take the, the form clown. of a clown. Yeah. Now this one, um, I'm, I was trying to think of a funny name. I always say his name differently on purpose every time we go into it. Scarsgard. Yeah, Bill Scarsgard. Uh, I was going to say Peter Peffer Piper, but yeah. it, it's not going to be funny <laughs> anymore. I'm going to stop it. But Scarsgard uh, is very is very unsettling. Um, I like some the, parts. I like they didn't show you too much of. His look, like they gave you, like they gave you a little. Dude, the one part, he's coming across like out of the water in the basement, and he's like wet. A wet. I never thought yeah. I'd be scared of any clown, but a wet clown is scary, apparently. <laughs> I mean, 
this could be one that I just I'm I'm curious to see it. Yeah, you know, it was, I, I don't want to go like I'm not going to be like the fan like oh I can't wait to see this film. I just want to go my curiosity. It was a little bit unsettling, and I'd say there was the kids they were watching the projector screen, and then it started to yeah, go haywire, yeah. and then it the clown started to like take the appearance of one of the women in the photo. So I could see where it's going to take that horror element. I'm definitely going to see it. Our boy uh, from. Stranger Things is in it. Stranger Things is in it, and he has glasses on, so it makes it look like he's not the boy from Stranger Things, but he is. (laughs) We we picked up on that, and he's he's going to play a predominant role, and I'm excited about it. But I think it's going to go a little bit more of a darker route. I like that the brother made the SS Georgie boat, and it went down the sewer, and that's that's how they opened. Then he hit his head. I was like, oh shit! That was funny. (laughs) Yeah, that was cool. That That was was funny. Yeah. So I can see how it's going to be. I'm not as worried about it as some other people are. I think that people don't like change. Yeah. So of course, I think that just people are resistant immediately to things like but this. But some people loved it. Yeah, you and, know, and, so. and I'm one of them. I really did enjoy it, and I definitely think I'm going to be seeing that. Now, Power Rangers, uh, we both saw it. We both liked it. We talked about it at length last week um, and, and on our episodes that have now almost doubled and tripled uh, in views. So we thank you for that. We cannot say thank you enough. Our last 10 episodes have more downloads than our first 24 that's, that's a good sign. We, we, we greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. It had a good opening weekend at forty point five million. It still got doubled by Beauty and the Beast at eighty million. It, it's it's dude. There's there's some big films out right now. It's I, I checked right before we went on. As of right now, Power Rangers worldwide made sixty seven point four million on a hundred million dollar budget. Yes, it's still. I don't think it got released overseas yet, so we're still going to have that to come in. Mm-hmm. It's still going to have probably another easily another month run in theaters, plus with Blu-ray sales and digital sales. And remember, it never got an IMAX run. It's exactly, it didn't get exactly. a 3D run. So those those uh, those type of moviegoers that go for that Beauty and the Beast was still the IMAX exactly. attraction. It came out at a bad time. No, but, it came out the, but, the no, week no, after a huge. Dude, film. the move, but they knew that go, like, this whole year of movies, yeah. it's heavy hitters. You're right. So, but to make what they make. And to, I was like, like a fifty percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Like that's it's about right. You know, it's right where it's, it's that yeah. happy medium. We said we didn't love it. We liked it a lot, and it and it was what we wanted yeah. out of it. I yeah. think we both got what we wanted out of that movie. It'll um, be added to my collection, absolutely. And I think that this is you said it. Uh, this year's a, a bunch of heavy hitters. It's a bunch of heavy hitting movies in our world, yeah. but in the Oscar world, it's not. This is going to be a very weird Oscar season. Even though I do hope, I, I, I really hope Logan somehow sneaks it in there for some. Something. I can't see how it won't. I, I, I that that's my. I guess that's probably the <coughs> only superhero movie. Maybe special effects, Guardian or something like that. No, but no, like special effects are going to catch acting wise. I would love to see a nod to like Patrick Stewart Captain or Hugh Underpants. Jackman, Captain you know. Underpants. I think that we're yeah, gonna, that, that's 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 the shoe. Kevin Hart, best supporting actor, for Captain <laughs> yeah. Underpants. Uh, Beauty and the Beast at eighty eight point three over the last weekend as well so just doubling up Power Rangers still third Kong Skull Island which I got invited to the day after I saw Power Rangers but we couldn't make it uh, four Life apparently Life is getting pretty good reviews uh, five Logan still hanging around at 10.1 million this past weekend so it's good to see that Logan has some staying power another movie with a lot of staying power at number six is Get Out making 8.7 yeah, yeah. that's holding steady yeah, um, Chips at number seven with a disappointing debut fine yeah, I heard, it, it, I heard whatever even reviews it was bad but I'm still one, I'm going to see that on cable eventually yeah, on cable. Something yep. free. Uh, the Shack at number eight. Number nine, the Lego Batman movie at oh, two million. Awesome. Good to so see good still to there. see that still in the top ten. And then number ten, Met Opera. Uh, no more John Wick. Adamino. No more John Wick. That's all right. That's okay, though. John Wick had, had a good, a good run. run. It made enough money to, to get that sequel. It didn't get greenlit yet, but it's cross your a fingers. Th- a it's third coming. one is likely. Yeah. A third one is definitely likely. Um uh, the new Kingsman, the Golden Circle, a poster came out. We, talk, we like to talk about posters. No, on this but, show. but people were like, 
Oh, he's in, but they announced that Colin Firth was already going to be in it anyway. Yeah. So, but, you know, yeah, you see him in his cane and you see Tyron Edgent and it's his character. With the whip or the rope. Yeah. So, it was. Just, I, they're just like half their body. You don't see faces, just hands holding the rope and the whip. Obviously, we cannot wait to see this film or the briefcase, whatever it was. Yeah. I, I am, that's also a day one for me. Friday morning. I'll be there. Yeah. Kingsman was so good. I can't tell enough people about that. I was at work and. and uh, Sleeper hit. Yeah. One of my employees at work had asked me, hey, I'm looking for a movie this weekend. What do you suggest? And I said, three movies I suggest this weekend. Numero uno creep. Number two, uh, at world's end. Cause that's that. I love that movie. And number three, go, gotta go watch Kingsman. Yeah. Great, great film. Like definitely go, gotta do that. John Wick should have been in there too, but Jordan okay. Peele. I've never seen it though. Jordan Peele set to direct live action Akira. What the hell? Did you ever watch Akira? I watched like 14 minutes of it and I fell asleep. They, and it was not because I didn't like it. It's just because at that time, anime put me to sleep. Dude, it still kind of does. It, the first one came out in 1988 and then eventually they redid it. I think in 2001 it came out. But they just re-released it in Blu-ray last year and I rewatched it again. Dude, that is another creepy, vicious movie of Akira. I've always liked that poster. Johnny Young Bosch yeah. is the voice of the main guy. I've always liked that poster of just the motorcycle in the street with the red jacket. The red, yep. I just, Dude, that's kind of always been like iconic for anime. It's crazy for shit. So if you have a... If, you have a squeamish stomach. It's not for you. So is this why Peel is taking it? Because he did a good job with Get Out. I, why not? If he does, I will. This is another would be a day one watch for me. Is it would be Akira Jordan Peel? Why not? If he, if he proved his first movie, Get Out, what I think it has a ninety nine percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So okay, let's see what but he Rotten do with Tomatoes is the worst thing that ever happened to the internet scene. But but hey, as as Brent Ratner did say. But other people, you know, buddies of mine said they saw Get Out and they really enjoyed it. As an adaptation of an iconic and beloved source material, Ghost in the Shell understands what makes the franchise special and does a good job translating that to the big screen. <clears throat> it looks great and doesn't feel like just copying the anime and manga's aesthetic, instead capturing what makes them stand apart to begin with. The story stumbles in the third act and doesn't fully bring its talking points to a satisfying conclusion, but Ghost in the Shell successes outshadow its problems. Ghost in the Shell success Seeds is an adaptation, even if it does have some story problems. 6.8 out of 10. I hope you like it. My first thing when I typed in, you know, as we're doing our notes, you know, Ghost in the Shell, first review, worst adaptation ever was the first thing I read. I was like, son of a bitch. It has, a, no, like, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 48%, I think, is, is what I read. Yeah, but. Not, like, it was basically like you said. It was something, the beginning, okay, the ending, it falls flat. It missed its mark, which is basically what he said. But he, did, but he did say it was visually stunning. That's one thing he did say. He said, you will appreciate the visual effects in it. I'm going to see the movie tomorrow regardless, so we'll let you know next week how I feel about it. Because I, I, I was an anime watcher. I watched all the animes that came out. So yeah, anime coming from Japan. Another thing coming from Japan with stunning visual effects is Godzilla. Godzilla King of Monsters, the sequel, will only feature reportedly one returning character, and that's not... That's not Kick-Ass. It's not Elizabeth Olsen. It's not, obviously, Brian Cranston. If you saw that, definitely not his wife. Um, It's Godzilla is the remaining. I'm just kidding. It's it's Ken Watanabe. So good to see him come back for all that. He was so good in the first one. All 13 seconds we got of him. He's a great actor. All three lines, he said. The Last Samurai is still one of my favorite movies. Good good Judah. He he was. He's Godzilla. He's Godzilla. I mean, to me, I'm okay with it. Yes, we know Billy, Billy, Millie Bobby Brown is in it. Kyle Chandler's in it. Vera Formigo, I think it's her name. Formiga. She's in it. I'm excited to see what Millie Bobby Brown can do. I know we talked about that And I believe them two are playing her parents and, you know, Millie Bobby Brown. I don't know where they're going to take this Godzilla, Godzilla movie. If Godzilla lifts Millie Bobby Brown up on its yeah. tail or in its claw and just <laughs> yeah. says... Yeah, gives her a kiss and says, all right, I'm out. 
or atomic breath, but, <gasps> done, but, and then she, and then she turns into eleven yeah, and fights yeah. it back and rips the yeah. thing in half. Oh my god! Yeah, the monster, the monster, and Stranger, Stranger Things is coming to fight Godzilla. <laughs> it all ties together. But I'm hyped. Whatever, whatever this movie is, I have to say it. And our last story of the day before we get into our upcoming movies is, and this came out of nowhere for me as well. We knew it was coming, but I didn't yeah, know. We, it, I didn't know an image was going to be released. The Tomb Raider film gets its first image. They release some stuff about the plot. I'm not bringing that to the table today because I don't want to spoil anything that's for like, you. It's more like the, the new game that's coming out, right? Just she's it younger. Is, it is 100 percent story, as they would it say. It is 100 percent based mm-hmm. on the Xbox One and eventual PS4 titles. Xbox, actually, Xbox 360 and PS3 of that Tomb Raider, and then Tomb Ra- uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Okay. Those two newer games. This is the Lara Croft we're gonna get, not the scantily clad no, I, Angelina Jolie. I still, of the I still 90s. like the, the Angelina. Both of them. Yeah, Daniel Craig. I think was in the first one. He had the one scene of Angelina Jolie. She in the shower. He had the shower head that's like directly overhead it one day in life that's my goal is to get a shower and has the shower head right over your head that comes right down on you when i went to agdq those God, were the showers beautiful on that those were the showers that when i went to agdq though and it had the one coming at you too so boom, yeah a lot of shower so but, but, yeah <laughs> so yeah i'm out. i'm gonna say it I, like, I always like tomb raider so coming this week april 7th colossal whatever the assignment smurfs the lost village oh good could i finally take a week off from the movies going in style the Void, Your Name, Gifted, Perfect, Mine, The Ticket, Aftermath, Their Finest. Jesus. Good, thank God. There's a lot of movies. The Case for Christ. Good, nothing for me right now. Salt and Fire. Perfect. But you'll be God. back at it next week. Good, well, dude, I, I, this is a good You know it's next me. week, right? Something big that I'm going to see. Yeah. What is it? Give me a little tease so I can think uh, about it. Vin Diesel. Okay. The Rock. The Fast and Furious. I got it. Okay, yeah, there he goes. Well, dude, spoiling well, episode 37. Why not? But hey, dude, dude we get to take dude, a week like, off. There's like nice. five, six weeks straight going to the movies. Like, I need a break. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you about that. But we are going to go stream Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild on twitch.tv slash VanillaBear35. If you're listening to this late and you can't make the stream, go on there. Anyway, you can watch the archive version for free. Sam's going to do his first blind playthrough ever of a Zelda game or his first time playing a Zelda game since the 90s. But his first blind playthrough of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, we're going to start a brand new game for him. Uh, he's going to start his own because he's got his own Switch profile on my Switch. Sam, do you want to play with the gray Joy-Cons or the red and blue? Red and blue, please. No problem. We're going to go do that on Twitch.tv, VanillaBear35. If you can't make us live, because obviously you're listening to this after we get off the air, but we hope that you go to Twitch.tv and check us out uh, on the archive version. Remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to it right now. Hit the follow, hit the subscribe button. We really appreciate that. The show is growing, and we could not have done it without your support and love. Uh, follow us on Instagram, at WePodcast and we know things. We got 26 followers this week to bring us up to 305 out of nowhere. Thank you for that. Uh, follow us at, on Twitter at WePod and we know. Search us on Facebook, facebook.com slash WePodcast and we know things. Uh, and just please, any support you show the show, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, we will see you next week for episode 37. Hey, everybody, enjoy WrestleMania. And Greg, I won't be attending your WrestleMania party.